Hello and welcome into the Bears Illustrated Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Miner, alongside my co-host, Pranay Malampati. And we are discussing the first set of the college football playoff rankings. The committee has met in Grapevine, Texas and has released their rankings um, just about an hour ago. Pranay's in New York trying to get to a place where he can watch his Philadelphia Phillies t- uh, you know, take on the Astros in, in the World Series. So best of luck to you, Pranay. Uh, and I'm actually in Houston, so you know it's almost like we have a little you know, side thing going on with our teams, um, respectively here in, in the World Series. But I know we're here and excited to talk about the college football rankings where we have uh, Tennessee, just as you predicted in our last podcast, Tennessee at number one. Yeah, I was quite happy to see Tennessee at number one. I think they're currently the best team in the country. They beat Alabama, so they have the top win of the season, in my opinion. At least for the moment, Georgia beat Oregon, destroyed Oregon in week one. But I still think Oregon is not as good of a team as Alabama or maybe some of those other Pac-12 teams as well, like USC, but we'll see. Um, And then I was surprised to see Ohio State over Georgia, though. I thought they would have Georgia over Ohio State for sure because Ohio State hasn't really beaten anyone of... Huge note. I know they kind of stayed this past weekend. Right. But that was, uh, that game went close and the score indicated. And yeah, I don't know. But this, this weekend, we're going to have a huge matchup between Georgia, number, number one, Tennessee, and number three, Georgia. Ah, uh, that's that's gonna be a, a great game over there in Knoxville. And, and don't forget, the SEC kind of owns the weekend. They have, uh, number six, Alabama traveling to number 10, S, uh, LSU. So a couple top, a top three matchup and then a top ten matchup um, over there in the SEC. And it's really interesting if you look at the weeks ahead of, of which conferences kind of spotlight each week. This week it's it's SEC. Um, and then in, um, uh, you know, and end of the year will obviously be Michigan-Ohio State will be a big Big Ten um, matchup. But we'll also have uh, Pac-12 get a weekend and, and the Big 12 get a weekend as as well as, as, you know, more things continue to shake out. So uh, for, first week, let me just read <clears throat> read down. Here's your top 10 in order. Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson. Those are the top four that would make the playoff if the season ended today. Obviously does not, but it is finally turning the calendar to November. Then we go Michigan, Alabama, TCU, Oregon, USC, and LSU to round up round out the top 10. Pernay, a lot of people uh, were... We're surprised that Clemson was so high and surprised that TCU was was maybe undefeated. TCU was not over uh, Alabama with one loss. Um, and any and, and you've been high on the Wolverines this year. Any any surprise or, you know, mini, I'll call it mini outrage at this point. I don't think, you know, with the initial rankings, you really can't have too much outrage, I don't think. Yeah, first of all, let me say sorry about all this noise that's around me. You guys are getting... A part of my New York City experience, which includes a ton of ton of uh, vehicle noise, but yeah, living I, the dream. <laughs> I would say the dream, but it's it's interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I am not. I don't have any big faults with the top ten or the top seven. Um, I think the top seven are 
the same seven teams that I had in my top seven in our previous podcast. Um, in, in slightly different order, but I think that it, it makes sense to me. TCU at seven, Oregon at eight. Um, Alabama, Michigan. Michigan hasn't had any huge wins so far. I guess they, they beat Penn State pretty handily. But I understand why the committee still wants to see some more from Michigan, and they'll get that chance when they play Ohio State. Um, the thing that jumped out to me was LSU with two losses being there at 10 already. Um, they dominated Ole Miss in a big win a couple weeks ago, and I guess that's why the committee put LSU at 10 because Ole Miss, they put Ole Miss at 11, but I personally thought Ole Miss should be a little bit lower in the rankings. I think LSU might be a top 10 caliber team, and they'll get the chance to prove that this Saturday when they play Alabama. But that was that was one of the things that that really surprised me because you don't see two lost teams up there that high usually this early in the season. Granted, it's a Brian Kelly SEC team, so if if there's going to be a two lost team up there, it's going to be that team. But yeah, that was my biggest that was my biggest surprise. Yeah, the uh, the old Miss um, LSU obviously LSU had the head to head, so they're um, they're going to give them the. The higher ranking, uh, of course. Um, so Ole Miss right there at 11. Let me just rattle through the rest of these so everybody has the information. Uh, at 12, UCLA, Kansas State, Utah, Penn State at 15. The next five are really interesting. Illinois, North Carolina, Oklahoma State, Tulane, and Syracuse from 16 to 20. And then the last five, Wake Forest, NC State, Oregon State, Texas, and UCF um, are, are the first... You know the first complete set of the college football playoff rankings for for this <clears throat> for this year, and a couple of things that stood out to me was that I, I think Clemson got the bump above uh, Michigan and Alabama and TCU um, and Oregon one because they're undefeated, uh, but but two I think obviously the committee really liked their um, uh, the, the the strength of schedule. Uh, they they dinged Michigan for that for the non conference strength of schedule they had. I think they probably dinged TCU the same way for the strength of schedule um, that they had, and then I think they dinged Oregon for the huge blowout loss to Georgia, um, which I don't think we've heard the last of that uh, that matchup for for this year. It should be interesting to see how things play out. Uh, but Clemson beating Syracuse, Wake Forest, and NC State twenty twenty one twenty two. I think that held a lot of weight in the minds of, uh, in the members of the committee. Uh, and then an interesting piece here, and if you caught my my article on Bears Illustrated earlier um, in the afternoon, uh, Texas is right there at, at 24, and I think, I think that speaks to a, a few things. I think it speaks to the committee wanting to make sure they gave Alabama that extra strength of schedule um, boost. Right, uh, because because the tide beat the Longhorns, and I think that also speaks to the fact that that they do like uh, the Big Twelve, and the Big Twelve is interesting. I think that's the conference Pernay that that could rise. You see four teams at five and three: Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, and Baylor. Um, none of them are ranked in you know the the AP poll, but I think all of them. Obviously, Texas is already in the the CFP poll. And I think all of them could 
ultimately get uh, get ranked by by the time everything's said and done um, this season, which would fact would would factor heavily into the top because I think I've mentioned it before. I think the ACC is fraudulent, um, and and I think so. I think the Big Twelve will will be able to rise, and I think the the ACC will um, see some of their teams get bumped down uh, a little bit there. Uh, and then just one other point I wanted to to make. Uh, Notre, Notre Dame, I think Ohio State's getting some credit for that Notre Dame win, even though they've, they've kind of fallen off the Irish. They've beaten North Carolina and Syracuse uh, from, the, from the ACC. Um, and they're actually just like a random, you know, seven points away from not beating Marshall, not beating Stanford. Uh, they're just a couple plays away to where Ohio State is their only loss on the season, and for the Irish to be really seriously, you know, having a a say uh, in in the top uh, of the rankings. But obviously, that didn't happen. But I think Notre Dame could be tricky, along with the SEC showdowns we have this weekend. Notre Dame's playing Clemson um, at home, I believe, and that could be an opportunity to, you know potentially knock the ACC out of out of the CFP um so that that was just another thing that that caught my eye as as well um yeah um I don't have too much to add to that I just one quick note is that we see I think two teams two group of five teams in right now you mentioned how interesting the 15 to 20 range is two lands in there at number 19 I think that's the first time ever they've been in the college football playoff rankings and UCF is a 25. They still haven't played yet, so they'll get a head-to-head matchup later in the season. And it looks like one of those two teams will end up earning the group of fives near sixth bowl spot. So how interesting would it be to see a, a Tulane team come out of nowhere and make a, a New Year's Six bowl? Yeah, I think I think it would be awesome. And uh, they obviously beat Kansas State earlier this year. Um, Pranay, I wanted to ask you. Obviously, we're at four playoff teams now, and, and the debate is always who's the top four. Um, they're moving to a 12-team playoff. That's where we're moving to. Uh, would, are you, you know, as you look, as you think about it, do you think that's the right move? Is there more intrigue if we're looking for top, the top 12 teams at this point um, uh, with these rankings, or is there more intrigue in keeping it at, at four? I'm, I'm just curious to hear your take on that. I don't know. I used to be in the camp of I, I would love the, the college football playoffs to expand. But I think that was, partially that was me growing up mostly an NFL fan. And the NFL has always been, obviously, more, more playoff teams in college football. Um, I think that, obviously, more teams would be in playoff contention right now if they're were more spots like like LSU is not in playoff contention right now, but if they not so fast on that, if, I don't think. If there were more spots, LSU is a really good team, and and they're still in contention for the SEC championship actually. Um, but then again, that this Tennessee Georgia matchup this weekend, it would still be big, but it wouldn't be nearly as big as it is because of the limited number of playoff spots. Right. Um. Yeah, and I think college football has always been a regular season sport. And I think we need to give more love for just, like, the the in-season matchups between conference teams, regional teams, like, rivals. I feel like there's more to college football than just the playoffs. Um, So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm cool with – 
either, honestly. Yeah, I I, I think the, the, the downside would be, you know, the top six, seven as it is, let's call it the top six as it is today, they're probably going to be in, in a 12-team playoff, right? But what would be interesting, yeah. what's interesting and, and the pro in my mind of, of the 12-team playoff is that the six spots are reserved for the top six conference champions, uh, the highest yeah. ranked top six conference champions. So that could be, you know, a Sun Belt champion, that could be an American champion, um, and I think it's designed in mind thinking that American is that six uh, conference, but... Um, it could be a Mac champion. We've we've seen Mac teams go undefeated before, uh, and those those teams would have that auto bid, right? So in this case, let's just say Tulane, for sake of argument, um, gets that auto bid, and, and we've already seen them beat Kansas State this year, uh, which That's we thought I think we thought was kind of a fluke at the time, but maybe you know maybe it wasn't. Um, and then I think it opens up, right? There's there's still a ton of Pac-12 teams with you know one or two Pac-12 conference losses that could be in contention um, for a 12-team playoff. Still, Baylor, and Baylor was still in contention. Exactly. That's, that's what I was building to. You, you hit it right on the head. <laughs> Baylor, <laughs> it could be the team that's getting hot at the right time, you know, maybe wins, you know, obviously wins out or sneaks in with three conference losses to a, a Big 12 title game and wins and then is in the playoff and and maybe does some damage. Uh, that was something, of course, that we didn't get to see last year, right? Because uh, a Baylor team not only would, uh, last year's Baylor team, 2021, when they won the Big 12, they not only would have been in the 12-team playoff, they would have had a bye um, in the first round. So uh, they, they would have advanced and, and had a bye opportunity to get rested and um, and then an opportunity to just, you know, make, make things happen. So I think that's the good thing, but I think also... Like you said, you know Tennessee, Georgia would lose a little bit of luster uh, this weekend. Let let let's call it what it is. It's a one versus two matchup, um, and it'll be interesting to to watch that one along with Bama down in Baton Rouge and then uh, Clemson. See how real they are uh, against Notre Dame. Uh, see if they can take care of business. So uh, interesting stuff here uh, here today with the with the CFP rankings and. You know the World Series is is first pitch is probably right around uh right around the corner per night. So hopefully hopefully your Phillies can get the uh the job done maybe. Yeah, thanks. I know you're a Nats fan at heart and not an Astros fan, so I hope for some fun at least. A- absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you everybody for for listening, and we'll we'll see you next time. <laughs>